0: This right, is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show here at uh, Horner Ballpark. DBU has taken the field, going through some, uh, some BP here. And uh, so watching this, I'm in a beautiful, uh, oh, one of the uh, radio TV type booths here at the ballpark. And then uh, my old radio cohort from 103.3 FM ESPN in Dallas, Brendan Smith, it's just a couple of uh, studios over. Now he had a lot of technical things in that studio, and seemed to have the air just like he wanted it—about 65. Um, Brendan, good to good to have you on, man. This is a—it's uh, going to be a great night for baseball, and uh, quite a matchup: my Bears uh, versus your Patriots. This is uh, this is we used to—I think we used to have some. Uh, we kind of need to put something. I, I know we're Baptists, so we can't really gamble, but I feel like we need to have something on this game.
1: We, we definitely need to, Matt. I'm glad you're finally out here. As you mentioned 103.3, and we can all say rest in peace to our old station. But uh, glad to see you. I'm glad you're, you made it out to the ballpark.
0: Yeah, I feel like I may have had a hand in turning it into a religious station. I think all that – I think you and I both, we did so much religious <laughs> talk, they decided just to take it full-time. To a religious station, um, Brendan. This is, and Brendan is the. Uh, well, he and Reagan, they uh, do the broadcasts. Uh, Reagan Ratcliffe, uh, and uh, do such a nice job for DBU streaming radio. All the all the things they do for a, a lot of the sports here. But uh, Brendan. It's such a unique thing that at DBU, baseball is their football. Baseball is everything. And I didn't quite understand it when you used to talk about college baseball so much back in the days we worked together. Because I was just like, why? I mean, I like college baseball, but I didn't understand why you were so into it. Now I kind of get it. Because this is... The flagship program at DBU. Now, Brendan, when did you did you immediately when you came to DBU did you immediately gravitate over to the, the the ballpark and and get excited about baseball or did it take you a couple of years on campus? You
1: no, know, I, I jumped in pretty much from the start. So I, I got here as a student in 2006, and it was mm-hmm. it was a completely different field. It, we, were, we were playing where you're sitting right now, but it, it looked like a glorified high school field. Uh, but it, it was something that everyone kind of got behind. The, the following wasn't huge, but we, we stayed with it. And as the team grew, the stadium grew, and they started making regionals, and then all of a sudden you get a really good fan base. And when you're, when you're playing a schedule like we've had, uh, the, the fans show up, and it, it's been a whole lot of fun.
0: What is the – Brendan, the, the, and it's going to be fun to see the Bears and the Patriots get it on. I, I, I kinda talk, I'm of i going to talk to Coach Chiefner about this uh, later today. Are these Big Twelve matchups? Whether it be, you know, y'all play uh, Texas sometimes. I know the Horn Frogs. That was great beating them and went in that regional last year. Is there an amped up feeling here when uh, when you get to play teams like this? And I, and one of the things I was kind of curious about is to me it would be kind of hard to manage. Okay, we have our weekend starters. But we really need to win this game. You know, this would look good on our resume for the tournament and all of that. Is that kind of an interesting thing for the coaches to have to manage? How much do we put into these one games, which are big games, but, again, it's not everything.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it used to be a bigger deal than it is now. Um, you know, we okay. talked about when I first got when I first got to campus. There, we were an independent school. Uh, we we didn't have a, a conference, and so you would see when we would play these Tuesday games against the Big Twelve, you'd throw your number one starter. Um, but as we you know got established in the Missouri Valley Conference and have started having more and more success in the postseason, uh, you see this just kind of played like you you would any other Tuesday game. So I, I think the Big Twelve that shine gets taken off a little bit just because of all the success that the team's had and how long we we played these schools. Um, It's still going to be a big game and guys will still obviously get up for it, but it doesn't seem to have quite as much luster as it did maybe 10 or 15 years ago.
0: Okay, and uh, boy, ESPN Plus, this uh, this game's on. I I don't know. You'll be streaming this game. You'll probably be on ESPN. You'll be doing it all, Brendan. I'm I'm, I'm kind of jealous right now. There's a guy out there shagging fly balls. A lot of home runs going out in BP. I I would have enjoyed that, like trying to broadcast while making some catches out there. You see that? You see what what you were calling the party deck? There's somebody you, you posted up out there making some catches. Well, can get you get out me there a glove? Right now.
1: We can get you a glove, and you could go sit right there, and you could shack balls on the air. There's no doubt we can make that happen.
0: You like my chances at tracking fly balls? Does that seem like something I would be prepared to do? Uh,
1: I no, I don't like your chances, but I would love to see it. <laughs> so there's there's two different trains of thoughts there.
0: <laughs> I've got a lot of trains of thought, as you well know, uh, having worked with me over the years. Um, it is. Uh, Uh, Brendan Smith. We just talked to Connor Smith, the AD. Uh, Brendan, this is turning into some kind of DBU. I mean, I I don't know. My Baylor brethren, I think at some point, I did try. I want to announce I tried to get the Baylor coach on today. I may have waited a little too late. I think he – so it's it's a very DBU-heavy show, and uh, for good reason. It's a fun program, and uh, I think when we used to work together, y'all had a player named – Boomer somebody. Do you remember that? There was like a fun name Boomer on Collins. that team. Boomer Collins, yeah. yes. Was he good, or did he just have a great name?
1: <laughs> he was good, yeah. He had oh, a okay. force in 2012 and went on to play in the Blue Jays organization
0: for a few years. Oh, he did go with the Blue Jays. Okay, um, but but Boomer never got to play inside the fabled Horner ballpark. That didn't open until 2013, so I guess he missed out on that.
1: He, he was here. The, his senior season was 2013, so he got to be a part of the team that, that christened this ballpark. All
0: right. Uh, I am going to tell you something I see right now. This is the insight you'll want to use later. This is an old Tom House tactic, the uh, famous old Rangers uh, – pitching coach, who then became famous in the in the uh, NFL for training quarterbacks and working with Tom Brady, Baylor pitchers now throwing the football, okay? Now, we're about an hour and a half, two hours before first pitch, but uh, they are tossing the football around. That is an old Tom House type thing. Brendan, as a historian like you are, I thought you would appreciate something like that. So, why don't you see if you could make that part of the broadcast tonight?
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll give you full credit for it. Why don't you break down exactly what that does for a pitcher, Matt? I know you're, you're really big on the analytics and stuff like that.
0: Love the mechanics. Love you trying to show me up. Uh, but I, I – uh, no, I don't really know. I just think it's an interesting thing to see, them, to see them doing that. They're not running routes or anything, but just throwing the football out and uh this is uh that now some of these players for dbu and uh talking to brendan smith who is the ooh, look at that big big time diving catch in center field might want to save some of that for the game um the benefield was the kid that was such a hero last year i think it was in the, was that was at the fort worth region when uh yeah, he had the green
1: slam though to win the game
0: yeah, he and, and decides to, to come back this year, and, and I know it was a, a bit of a slow start. Are you starting to see him uh, come into form, and do you think this whole team, I know you dropped a couple to uh, Wofford um, over the weekend, but do you kind of feel like you're starting to see the semblance of a team that could possibly do some damage in the tournament?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so for sure. And you mentioned Andrew Benefield, and and he's starting to look like the guy he was last year, which is which is phenomenal to see. Uh, he, he had a rough start, but actually uh, he, he got moved to mainly a designated hitter. And when that move was made, it seemed to change his season. Uh, Ryan Robleski was the, actually the MVP of the Fort Worth Regional. He was injured and didn't come back until last weekend against Maryland. So that's another shot in the arm for the
0: offense. Mm. But uh,
1: Really, where this season kind of turned—I need to say turned—because you never were really playing terrible, but you were six and six out of the gates. You made a change and moved Chandler Arnold from the starting rotation to the closer role, and since then you're eleven and four. Chandler Arnold is six for six and save opportunities, and that seems to have gotten everybody into a role where they're comfortable with. Um, and, you know, the, the 17 and 10 record's fine, but the RPI is number two in the country. The strength of schedule is number one. And so they've set themselves up really nicely for not just to, to go to the, the NCAA tournament, but to potentially host if they can take care of business.
0: Yeah, I did that in 2015. Love it when you bring that guy's name up. Robo, I believe you will call him. And so yes. I. I, uh, with the Bears not making the tournament last year, as you well know, I kind of can jump on a bandwagon, and there was only one Baptist team left. I don't think Wake Forest was in there, so uh, I kind of jumped on the DBU bandwagon because of my good buddy uh, Ryan Hefton, who's been up here. I think Ryan has always wanted to, uh, uh, you know, see me do this in person, Brendan. I think it's a little bit of a letdown to see, like, how – little equipment I need I think he thought I would have a whole bunch of <laughs> you know connections and stuff and basically all I need uh, is my cell phone and so I think he was kind of like wait where's Mosley's where's all Mosley's laptops and equipment I'm not like you and Reagan with all that that highfalutin equipment now um, tell me this. Who will be on the mound? One of the things I think we're going to talk to Coach Eefner about is the fact that they don't really have, they would like to have a dedicated Tuesday night pitcher. They haven't really found that person. Obviously, they have some depth. Can you give me the uh, pitching matchups for tonight?
1: Yeah, so Zach Keaton, is a, he's a redshirt junior. He's going to go for DBU. It'll be his second consecutive midweek start. He went uh, against okay. Louisiana Tech uh, last week and went two and two-thirds innings, and it wasn't because he, get, he was pitching bad that he was pulled. It was just a predetermined start, and they liked the matchup earlier on. So I think for Zach, Three or four innings would be my guess as a max for him. Uh, he's been really good out of the bullpen. He has some starting uh, history in, in his background. But yeah, if they can get him to start being settled in as a, as a midweek starter and maybe give you five or six, that could really go a long way to help the team. But yeah, it'll be Zach tonight. Fastball in the mid 90s, a good four pitch mix. And, uh, and hopefully he plays well here with the, the wind blowing out.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. Wind's blowing out to center. Um... I don't know. Is that – I guess that's probably typical out here. Uh, you know, now, what really is that – Typically, when
1: it blows, it, it generally blows out to left. It's, that's it's oh. called the Patriot wind here. So it's blowing. It's still blowing out, but we, we do get we, we do get some wind out to right as well. But generally, when that wind's blowing hard, it's blowing out to left.
0: Okay. Um, now, I see an American flag, a Texas flag, a DBU flag. Is Is the next to that – is that the – is that like? I feel like I remember that from like Vacation Bible School or something. Is that the Christian flag? What is that?
1: It is. It is the Christian flag. Yeah, we t- we took it from your from uh, your Vacation Bible School class and hung it up there.
0: I think we used to walk in, march in with the old Christian flag, and we probably were singing a little song with that. But, um, I think, I, you know, I, I went to Baylor, but I feel like y'all've taken it to a, a little different level here. And, uh, Brendan, I've gotten to see you at some of those banquets y'all do. And, and that, what a cool thing when you have like Clayton Kershaw. Um, God, who's the guy that was such a great, uh, player for the Rays that played here? That was a, uh, kind of a. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Zobris was supposed to be there that night too, and like something delayed him or something. But that, what a, what a, uh, I, I, I think it says a lot about the program that um, not only have you all had like 60 or 70 Major League or people that have gone on to uh, play in the majors, but it's just a, it's a cool atmosphere. And those banquets are heavily attended. Um, I, I literally thought, uh, Brendan, that I was going to come out here and there might be like 50 people out here. This was like 2,000 folks. So those are uh, those are some nice things you all put on.
1: No, and it's it's fun too because when you start getting just because of where we're at and how nice this facility is, a lot of the big leaguers like Clayton Kershaw end up coming here and they'll they'll train. So I was here uh, during the MLB lockout and I happened to look down and man, that guy looks really familiar. It was Marcus Simeon who was just down here taking some batting practice and he had made a connection with the new. DBU assistant coach Cliff Pennington who played 10 years in the big leagues and so he was here, Willie Calhoun from the Rangers was here, Trevor Story was even here at one point taking some swings so it was uh, it was an all-star game going on at our ballpark during the summer.
0: Yeah, we ought to send Connor and Ryan down there to get some donations from Simeon
1: we're working on it. We're working on you first and then we'll go after Simeon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go after radio guys. I would go after major league players who just got like two hundred million. Uh I but, but make yeah, Dalloway that's a way pretty- money. <laughs> I'll never forget him leaving us all behind and then and then bellowing out things like, oh, they got the golden handcuffs on me or something, like, the rest of us have to survive somehow while well, you go talk about the golden handcuff, or no, the golden parachute. Yeah, they gave me the golden parachute. I'll never forget him saying that on the air. I'm just like, okay, do you have to brag on that as much as you are? But... uh a great friend of ours and uh, one of a kind for sure. 103.3, uh, may she rest in peace. And now you can hear, you know, they have some pastors from DBU that are on there now. But, uh, Brendan, uh, give Reagan my best, and uh, thanks for your hospitality today. A uh, very exciting day is Baylor and DBU. Get ready to get it on right
1: here from Horner Ballpark. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Hope you uh, have a good time, and uh, we'll, we'll see you down the road.
0: Okay, sounds good. There he goes, uh, Brendan Smith, the uh, voice of the Patriots, one of the voices of the Patriots. I don't want Reagan to get mad, but does a great job out here and is a long time. I think we ought to give him the voice of the Patriots because he actually went to DBU.